Hello, welcome to our third episode on, of Africa e-commerce, where we always present you with information that will help you to start to grow your business in a global market. Here with me today, as usual, my friend Ines, welcome. Thank you. Uh, of course, today is uh, technically we're trying to emphasize more of uh, solutions of the challenge that most of the buyers and sellers face globally. And one of the most difficult ones that everybody always face once you start selling globally or buying from global market is logistic. logistic. And logistic is really, really big industry and it's a very complicated industry. But let's emphasize it today and let's give a little bit overview first. As you guys always know that if you're doing business in a global market, an international market, we always recommend that you learn more. And uh, Africa e-commerce is where we always present you with the right information where you can get a correct way of doing the business. And as I already mentioned, logistic is uh, one of the biggest challenge. What do you think? Uh, where we go from here? I know it's a complicated subject. Where will you start from? Yeah, we can talk about that for hours from zero to hundred. Mm-hmm. It's a big problem for international buyers and sellers, and there is a lot of stuff to face with. Okay. You know, because every country has their own restrictions, rules, regulations, yeah. regulations, custom clearance. Okay. Time-wise. Wow, yeah, and distance and sometimes. Uh, since the last, I think, almost three years now, since the COVID uh, hit the world, the world logistics become conjected and now uh, conjected, and that brought a lot of uh, complication. So we're here in Istanbul now, and we're talking to most of our listeners are from Africa and Turkey. So how can we emphasize more into a simple way of if the person wants to know how difficult it is to buy broader from Turkey and ship to Africa, because that's one question and vice versa, that from Africa to Turkey or to the global market. So from my own uh, research and you know experience, uh, first of all, you need to understand there's a two options. There's a cheaper option and there's expensive option. It's a faster option and there's a slow option. Uh, let me say it more clearly. There's a two option. Option one is a C, what they call shipping. In the sea freight, and the other one is air freight. Both of them are really a solution to how you buy. If you buy a small one kilo to 100 kilo, the best option is always to send it with the air. If you are especially on hurry and you need your product fast, or maybe customer is waiting for you. But unfortunately, it's expensive. Very expensive. Uh, you have a main players like DHL, UBS, FedEx. Big, big companies, but good news. Specifically for African community, you don't have to go that route. Uh, why? Because of, as we already know, there's a lot of uh, shipping agencies that has a contract with the big companies where they can offer you much better rate. Uh, to give you an example, if I go to UBS or FedEx or DHL today and I want to ship a kilo of product to Kenya, this gonna, they're going to tell me between $20 to $25. It's wow. Unbelievable. Yes, it's scary. The lowest thing you can ship is like maybe $100. But if you go with the shipping companies that all these different agencies that we have in America. And I mean, local companies, right? Local companies that has a contract with the big companies, 
because they can ship pork from all these different uh, business buyers, they can get a much better rate. Because when you go to UBS and FedEx and DHL, they look at you as an individual because you just sugar five kilo, 20 kilo. So they don't, they don't give you discount. But when the agency is buying 1,000 kilo, 2,000 kilo, one ton, two ton, three tons, they give much better rate. And with they more clear. So basically the local companies are dividing those spaces. Exactly. But they're taking an order with a commitment. So when they have a commitment weekly, they will uh, give UBS or FedEx, whoever they have contract with it, they will say, we give you guarantee that we're going to ship at least 2,000 kilo a week. So what that's going to do is UBS does it, or FedEx or DHL, they have been sold. But this agency will divide it to multiple agencies. And each agency tries to sell all this space. So for all these small business, that's the best way to get the best rate. Mm-hmm. So now let's compare it from uh, market evaluation, specifically either East Africa or to all the way to West Africa. It goes from $8 up to all the way to $12, $13, $14. It depends on the product. It depends on the destination too. So well, what that means is there is a, especially when you do it air uh-huh. cargo, remember there's a restrictions. There is a lot of products that you have to be careful. You cannot ship it. Also, there is a lot of products that you cannot ship. At all. Yeah. Totally. So that's easy because you can ask the agency. They will explain to you a list of the things that you cannot ship. Normally, there's a standard list. Like you cannot ship a weapon or anything that's too risky or too dangerous, keeping clothes and yeah. all that. But what is more restricted is that you cannot ship any product if you don't have proof where you buy from. You have to keep your receipt when you buy a product. So in Turkey, there's a always debate with the buyers and sellers because they uh, they have this question of how much is this and the and the seller is always telling you want the invoice or you will not without invoice and uh, the people actually with no invoice because they're gonna give you a discount but guess what happened later on kind of ship the product mm-hmm. so now this issue you need to be careful you need to understand that you have to have a receipt I don't know. Sometimes they may offer you discount, sometimes they may lower the price, whatever they do, you need your receipt so you can ship your product. Because that's a big issue for a lot of people. Because if you didn't pick up your receipt and you buy product from far away distance, just going back to that company and make an agreement with them again and get the receipt, it may cost you another twenty, thirty dollar. So don't lose lifesaver. Yeah, don't lose that time and don't lose the money. So so that's one thing for the air. Okay. What is the quantities that you can ship? Quantities, it depends. The lowest normally, most of the, you know, how you call uh, uh, cargo companies, small cargo companies that work with Africans, they offer the lowest like from 10 kilo and above. If you have something less than 10 kilo, they may charge you, but it's not going to be the same rate. It's going to be a little bit expensive. But normally, if you are in business, what are you supposed to ship? Five kilo? Supposed to ship at least 20, 30, 40, 50, 100. Maybe I will. So this issue is fixable. It's very easy. Uh, if you want to know the locations, if you come to Istanbul, uh, we will reclaim. Uh, Aksaray is most easiest one. Lalini area, they have it. In uh, other industrial area where you buy products, you always find these uh, cargo companies. But specifically for African companies, look for our African-owned cargo companies. Because they're the one who know the destination. You don't want to go with everybody. You need to know the one that 
especially ship to the country you want to ship to. Because they have a clearance agency, they sometimes the price is included clearance, you're going to pick up from the warehouse. If this agency, they are not connected to where they're shipping to, you will have a problem because they just put your product in the air and good luck for you. Mm -hmm. So most likely the best option is to go with the agencies that are already dealing with that country and they have offices down there. So it looks really complicated, but if you know what you are doing, if you have knowledge about that, it's not that big a deal. It's not. And at the same time, remember, uh, it's not information we say. If you don't calculate it that way, if as small as it is, you have to have your own receipt. When you're buying product, nobody will tell you when you come and buy a product. Even when you buy something over the phone, people tell you, yeah, no problem. Where you want to drop it? Just drop to that shipping company. Okay. Then later on, the shipping company say, where is the receipt? It's got to be too complicated. It's just easy, but it's not a simple thing. You have to be careful about it. Yeah. They'll need to calculate every step of that. Every step of that. Uh, before we get out of the air cargo, uh, the other thing I would like to add is, remember when you buy in product, don't just decide because this product is wow, it's cheap, it's only it's only two dollar. I will buy it. It's gonna cost you sometimes ten dollar, twelve dollar to ship the product that you bought it for two dollar. Mm -hmm. So don't miscalculate. It's very critical to understand one kilo is gonna cost me ten dollar, or I have to buy a product that worth when I'm gonna sell to make money. So some people, they buy the product and then later on, they find out the border shoes for $10, very excited. And the shipping of it is going to be $18. So the shoes become what? $28. Now you can buy for wherever you are, you know, now you're not saving money. So please make that kind of decision. We understand most of the business people who do this kind of business, they already experience it. But if you are new to this business and you don't have uh, experience, do not just Look at the cheap product price. Logistic is something that you have to count as essential before you do anything else. So I think that would be the fair. What else you would like to add? Yes. I want to add, I mean, at the end of the day, if you cannot ship or deliver what you purchased. What you purchase, yes. Huh. Yes, exactly. What you purchase, if you cannot deliver it, you'll lose money. You'll lose money. Mm -hmm. So, and also we need to maybe add that some countries has restrictions. For example, I remember that about four or five months ago, someone was trying to buy sesame from Turkey, yeah. Turkey, but there was government restriction and they couldn't buy it. Buy it, exactly. So what that means is uh, if you are buying products from any other world, any other place, it doesn't matter if it's Turkey or India or China or America, it doesn't matter. Always you need to make sure the destination where you're going to send it their custom regulation and sometimes the custom fees mean that the duties is so expensive. Sometimes people don't know, you know, they're just trying to, they're so excited. If I buy this product from Turkey, it's going to cost me this much shipping and I'm going to ship it. And when the items arrive there, they're going to cry. And there's a huge uh, loss for a lot of business that, that the people did that. And uh, there's no easy way out. It's in the South African countries, the custom system is very tough. What do you think about the most difficult industry that you can work about logistics? Logistics. Food, textile. Uh, normally, yeah, normally uh, the small business product, most of the time they qualify easily. But uh, again, because this is a business and it's an international business, uh, my recommendation is that then anybody who is 
already doing, they have some experience. Let's say it that way. They already know the logistic issue, the challenge. Even now, this just is just a reminder for them. But for the new ones who are starting into this field and just excited and and they have that little money to go ahead and buy the product and they saw it online on Facebook and they're so excited and they just click the website and they purchase it and later on they're gonna find cost of the shipping of the product is so expensive. That's what that's the people who need to understand. So if you are new to international market, learn a lot about the uh, logistic for any country you ship into it or ship it for. And also we we heard a lot of stories. I mean, most of the people are spending much more money when they just start to do international business yeah. because they don't know how to do that. That some of them losing money, but in the, at the end of the day, they all getting experience about that. Absolutely, that's the business. I mean, we already know business is not really one day. You know, you're gonna learn everything. It's gonna take you some time, but having the knowledge and knowing what is the process. You know, it's not bad to ask a question. You know, sometimes you need to say, hey, I don't know how even the Google will give you answer. Especially, you know, Turkish people has that, have that problem. Mm -hmm. and we don't like to ask. You don't like that. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and, they're, they're, and that's a challenge. And then the challenge shipping to Africa themselves. Uh, I saw a lot of Turkish companies struggling to ship the product to their clients back home in Africa. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a both-way uh, challenge. So let's get to the next uh, option. And the cheapest option that everybody wants to hear, uh, you know, shipping air cargo is very expensive, but shipping sea or what they call uh, sea freight or sea cargo, it's the cheapest option and it's the slowest option and you can buy much more quantity and you'll be much better. Are <laughs> you calling? Uh, uh, you would have a much more option to buy more products with your money. So normally, if you buy anything from Turkey, now that's where we are talking from, it's, uh, there's a lot of options. Good news, Africa, Turkey, the distance, normally the container goes between minimum average between 14 days, maximum 30 days. If you compare with China, the way from difference. if you compare it to Latin America, I'm using China as an example because I know that most of the African countries are buying a lot of stuff from China. You're right. Especially before the coronavirus. Oh, yeah, kind of, yeah, before the COVID-19, yes. So the shipping for the sea freight or sea cargo, uh, there is a, there is everybody do that. You can find it every, the same thing. The guys who is doing the air cargo, they can provide you sea freight. So you can talk to them about, but the quantity, the way they calculate is different. Some of them, they offer, they offer you whatever you have. It doesn't matter. But the way they calculate it, it they call it CBM. It's like a, what they call a, um, a, a meter square. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. One meter square. Yeah. It's similar to that. So if sometimes you have a long item, they will measure it, but they have their own way of calculation. But let's give you an example of one square meter. Mm -hmm of uh, CBM, you can put up to almost 10 bucks, small boxes, 10 of them, or I would say maybe maximum 12 in that area. What that means is- But small so, box. Small boxes. But when I say small boxes, like 10 kilo average or sometimes 15 kilo. Average. Because I know that we are sometimes struggling about- The size, right? Yeah, because yeah. You, know, you are from America. Yeah, I know. It's like different than the yeah, sheet. Yeah. So uh, yeah, square meter. So with that space, normally the companies, they don't ask you the weight of the product. Mm -hmm. 
So if you have something that is 200 kilo, no problem. Sometimes even 300 kilo. I think there must be limited, but I'm talking about you can put a heavy product in that space on average between 160 to 200 to 200 something. It depends. But if you calculate and divide to the kilos of the product you put it in there, Can I say you will save a lot because while you're supposed to ship with an air carbon like $9, $10, here it may cost you dollar, dollar fifty. So you will save a lot. If you ship in a lot of product, you will make profit from the saving the money you will save from the logistic only. <laughs> yeah. So if you ship in anywhere from 300 kilo or 200 kilo to all the way to 1,000 kilo, go for sea freight if you are not on rush. Because normally it's not that long, it's two weeks, and the air cargo is at least it's a week or 10 days anyway. Yeah. Well, we can say that with this option, uh, people can save a lot. A lot. Yeah. And and if you are... Uh, they can lose some, some of their time. You will lose time, but you can buy more products, so you don't have to buy every week rushing. Yeah. Uh, after some time, it becomes routine. Routine, exactly. So, so the sea freight, they have different documentation because they have to have uh, export uh, documentation. They have to do a lot of other different... But it's much easier than another one. But at the same time, again, you need to have a rule for purchase. Where you buy this from, what is the receipt that's required because mm -hmm. of the government and all the companies that require that. Mm -hmm. So sea freight, the good thing about it, again, you can take more space if you have more product. But you don't have to take a whole container. So you can say I, I take, for example, 5 CBM, meaning that that's a huge space. You can put a big item in there. It may cost you $1,000, for example. This is maybe the whole living room, and I come, uh, you put it like a couple of sofas, and you know? Yeah, maybe something heavy, but one piece. One piece, heavy, big. So that gives you the option to purchase for things. Even, I'm, I'm just giving you an idea. People buy here a lot of furniture. So if you're buying for your family, that even is the best option. You know, I'm not talking about business. Individually. Individually, of course. Uh, I mean, your wife, she asks you gifts, you can buy a new bed, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and what? From Turkey, especially, you know. So that that is the two main things. But logistic in general, I think we recommend that you study more and always go to the people who know before you buy the product. Because you rather know the cost of shipping, shipping cost before you, you buy the product. Because sometimes when you add, the, I had a, I, we, you know, we had experience here different clients, different people come to Turkey and I, yeah. I saw a lot of them at the beginning, they're excited. They go to the market and they find a product they wanted. And then when they go to the shipping company, it's like, how much is going to cost me a thousand dollars? I only buy it for $300. Yeah, that's You bought it for 300, but it may cost you a thousand dollars to ship it. So do not make a mistake. Shop first for the logistic cost, the shipping cost, then buy the products you want to buy. If you don't know how to do it, you can always ask, go to kadunu.com and register yourself as a buyer and they will always help you. Maybe connect you to the right agencies and give you more information you may need it, but register because that's your assistant. That would be that would be very helpful for you. Okay. So what else we have uh, besides logistic? I mean, that's the main thing, but uh, overall, as we always say, if you do a small business, if you start a new business, uh, international market is all like a local, take your time and be uh, aware of you may lose your money if you don't make the right decision. So till you learn, keep listening. <laughs> keep asking us questions, and we're here always 
to help you and uh, to provide more information. Is there anything else you want to add? I just want to tell them that even we are, after all that time, after all those international business, we are still facing with those problems. So. I agree. Yeah. I mean, even though we have experience, it's, it's a challenge. And the market change, the circumstances change. Uh, and that's that's the thing that we, that's why we tell the people when you're coming to international market that if you want to sell your product or if you want to buy a product from outside in your country, uh, being having knowledge of uh, logistic and how it operates, it's essential. It's something that you have to. You cannot say I will ask my agency only. You need to understand. Yeah. Because one mistake like that can make you lose money. And it takes time. And it takes time. And so your success for international market comes from. A logistic uh, process you go through and do not just go for someone you don't trust and search for the reliable experience and specifically I will always say look for the people who come from that region where you want to ship the product so they have an office in back home you can visit their office you can pick up your products from their office so don't don't just go for someone who's silly a lazy guy who tell you oh, I can ship it for you no problem and he put on the air and tomorrow, Teddy, you can go ahead and find your own product. And that's going to be huge loss. So, till next time, be safe and keep learning. See you. See you guys.